I mean, I'm an IPA girl, so it's always an IPA. Uh, something citrusy, something hazy. Like, I like a West Coast style, so Shaka Khan. I'm a, a wings girl. Wings and, like, maybe, like, rice or, like, some something. Or I love sliders. I love finger food. I'd like to tell you something. Beast and Easter podcast. Yes, the podcast you love to love is back for another episode. I am your host, as always, Old Head Ed, and we are back at the new home of Bruce Beats and Easter podcast. None other than Yeasty Bruce. Uh, shouts to Yeasty Bruce. Shouts to Dan and Danielle. Yeah. Yes. Um, we you could find Yeasty Bruce. You could show up to Yeasty Bruce anytime Thursday through Sunday. Pull up on us. Yes, come through. Uh, the address is thirty nine forty four Northwest Nineteenth Street in Lauder Hill, Florida, three 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 one one. Make sure you come out for the trivia Thursdays. I mean, set off your weekend right. They're open. Their first day, they're open. They got trivia. They got tacos from Jenny. Jenny with the pot. Shouts to Jenny. Shouts to Keith or or AKA Kenny with the pot. Um, they'll be here serving up their birria tacos, uh, fan favorite, crowd favorite, wherever they go. Best birria in Broward County. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, so pull up to Yeasty Brews, uh, shouts to Dan and Danielle. Uh, we also got one of the sponsors in the house, uh, the homie, the homie, the, the traveling companion, none other than, uh, Lewis. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Beard, brews, and food. Koto, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Not much, man. How's everything? I can't complain, man. We're here. Uh, we got we got our uh, special guest this week, as we always do. Hi, Cece. Hi. Long time no see. I know, right? Long time no Cece. <laughs> Long time no Cece. Well, now since it's been, <laughs> since it's been mentioned, uh, who's this week's guest? This week's guest is actually somebody who I met here at Yeasty. Um, I want to say about a year ago. Um, the the initial actually it's funny that I bring up the trivia nights on Thursdays because the initial meeting was on a trivia night mm-hmm. and it had to be about a year ago because it was shortly after we recorded our um, our Dan interview uh, Cinco de Mayo last year so it's funny I think we're right in that same time frame that like the year 364, 365 days <laughs> since then um, but yes yeah, so I got an opportunity to meet Cece here and then eventually. Um, I find out that she does poetry. I'm not going to give away too much. I'd rather have her do that. Uh, but I got nobody, none other in the house than Cece. Well, can I say the full name? Is yeah, cool. yeah, that's fine. Sierra Cece Hendricks. Yeah, yeah. I, my name's... <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's here. Yeah, my name's Sierra, but I, uh, I go by Cece. Perfect. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. We're all about aliases here at the podcast. Oh, I am. Yeah. My name is really not Old Headed. <laughs> It's not. No. No, no government name. <laughs> no, no, but we'll ride with it. Um, Cece, uh, let's talk poetry. That was kind of the thing that I realized um, through your IG. I was like, Cece spills ink. Uh, well, wait a minute. All right. And then the next time I bumped into you, I'm like, do you do poetry or do you write? And you were like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So what, what, got into, what, what got you into poetry? Um, I've been a poet my whole life. Uh, but I will have to say, like, 
I guess my inception and understanding of poetry uh, kind of began like elementary middle school when I started like language arts and things like that. Mm-hmm. My kindergarten teacher, Miss Lily, shout out to you. I hope you're still hey. with us. I would yes. love to like connect with her. We um, could use a new listener too. Yeah. Shout out to Miss Lily for yeah. sure. Yeah, my kindergarten teacher from Wellaby Elementary, go Dolphins. Um, she encouraged my mom to just like leave books around the house mm. for me because I was just like from a very early age, like I've been reading since I was two. So the first book I ever read was The Giving Tree by Shel, Shel, by Shel Silverstein. Okay. Um, and she just, like, would leave books around the house for me, um, and I would just devour them. Like, I also used to just, like, read the dictionary for fun. <laughs> so you, you're, you have a relationship with words and mm-hmm. nice, nice. Yeah, it's a big literature. Language is a big part of my, um, like, my identity, my core. Okay. Um, and it's, it's just very sacred to me. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, um, it's, it's perfect that you use that word to describe that because uh, my next question would be is um, at what point uh, did you find yourself comfortable enough to share what was sacred for you? Mm, um, I actually didn't start sharing my poetry. Like people know, a lot of people did not know I was a poet for a very long time and that's kind of how it goes for poets. Like, we're so I'm very, not the only like, one. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> um, it's a... Like, you don't know someone's a poet until you find out, like, they're a poet or you go to, like, you go to something. Um, we're just, we don't really be out here. Yeah. I mean, some poets are out here, but some, some poets are not. Um, but it's just, wait, can you read the question? No, so, yeah, so when was the first time you said, okay, I'm, I feel comfortable sharing, like, a piece with someone or, or letting someone into the world of, like, I write poetry? Um, I'll probably say high school. High school. Yeah, my English teacher, Miss um, Avery, who's, she's no longer, she's transitioned. Okay. Um, so she just encouraged me to just like, you have something to say. Mm. Um, and when you speak, a lot of times people listen. Okay. So just, she just encouraged me, be, to me, encouraged me to be very careful with my words and how I interact with people. Um, so yeah, high school was the first time I was like, okay, I'm going to share whatever I wrote with some of my friends and my best friend, Melissa, we've been friends since we were five. So, um, she's probably known my whole life. She's the only one who knows, has known my whole life that I'm a poet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I would say like around high school, school. you know, like I was kind of getting over my like social awkwardness Mm. and, or like leaning into it, trying more sports, trying to be more social. And, um, yeah, that's a great thing. I, um, I had the opportunity earlier this year, uh, to be a judge, um, for the Louder Than a Bomb competition. Um, this, this particular day, it was being held at the St. Thomas University. And it's a, it's a competition put together by uh, the Jason Taylor Foundation mm-hmm. and Blue Apple Poetry. Um, and it's crazy because, I mean, I want to say back in 2011, I first found out about it, and um, I was just a spectator. I would go and I would see... Um, it's a competition of mostly high school students. Once in a while, you get college kids in there too, mm-hmm. but the the, the specific um, competitions I would go to would be the high school students. Right around the, like the same time you decided to, and I'm sitting there and I was like, it, I worry about today's youth because I'm just an old head. I'm uh-huh. like, ah, but sitting there and listening to these high school students, um, like open up share um, ex- expressions and views on, on things that we encounter every day or their life or even deep down stuff that there's most adults that won't even feel comfortable speaking about it now mm-hmm. as adults. And they're out there and they're just letting it go. And I, it was one of those moments where I was like, okay, 
think we're all right. The future's good. Yeah. Because these kids, there's kids out there that are into something like this, and then they could express themselves in that way. So I, I was always blown away by that. Fast forward, I got the opportunity to to judge last year. It was all um, over the Zoom. It wasn't a live. It hadn't returned to the live format yet. And this year, it did return to the live format. So I say that to say that it's 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 uh, interesting that in high school you decided to all right this is the time and then now I see high school kids do it and compete and and are very good at it um so it's a great thing to see it's it really is mm-hmm. I love um I love like going to like open mics or readings or um mm-hmm. anything art related really okay. uh and just like seeing what's out there like the versatility or like supporting other poets who are like releasing books publishing mm-hmm. who are like performing and working with like big names you know um helping people record albums like it's it's beautiful to see i think poetry should be incorporated in more areas of our life definitely definitely um a a poem that that kind of captivated you the first time you you read it Mm. or even a particular poet that you're always going back to their work (laughs) that might be a little easier to uh i like both questions um a poem that sits with me always is Won't You Celebrate With Me by Lucille Clifton. Okay. Um, and that's kind of something that I always go back to, especially like if I'm having like a really like rough day or if I'm having a difficult day as a writer, artist, poet. Okay. Um, the last line is, won't you celebrate with me that every day something has tried to kill me and has failed. And I just think that's just like such a bar. Mm, um, for real. And my other... Uh, the other poem is um, Love Poem by Audre Lorde. Okay. And it's like the reverse because the opening line is speak earth and bless me with what is richest. Mm. And I'm like, I'm sitting there like, okay, how do I open a poem like Audre Lorde? How do I just like gut punch you yeah. from jump, you yeah. know? Yeah. And I don't always feel like that with the poem, but I'm like, sometimes I'm like, I really want, I want to get you from the beginning. I want to. Makes sense. Yeah. I have a poet friend. Um, uh, Gabriel Ramirez. Okay. He's from New York, but based in Philly right now. Um, just finished up a fellowship here last year um, okay. for the Scholastic Book Fair in Miami. Um, and I actually was interviewing him for my publication, and he said that every poem has many doors through which a reader can enter. Mm. And I like to, um, and that challenged me as a writer, right? Like I'm trying to develop and grow. And I was like, how many how many doors can I build for a reader? How many doors can I bring in? Like, you know, like the Monsters Inc. line, yeah. you know? <laughs> like, how many of those can I produce for a reader to yeah. to want to engage with, not just my work, but just with poetry and poets in general? I feel like nice. poetry is something that, um, it's communal. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you talk to any poet, they'll tell you, like, it's ancestral, it's sacred, it's necessary. And it is... I feel very blessed to be able to be a poet, just to translate um, people's emotions or, like, what they they feel they can't say or whatever they're feeling and don't have language for. Like, I feel very blessed to be able to carry words like that. Because more more often than not, that's the case. It's more often these people have a lot of these thoughts and emotions that are are sometimes spoken uh, aloud by a poet, and then that's the connection that, like, Mm -hmm. that's how I feel. I just don't, I'm not capable of saying it or mm-hmm. I might not have the courage to step out and say it, but that's exactly how I feel. And that's what moves people. I mean, I've been to poetry shows where 
you know, the poets will tell you, you're going to laugh, you're going to cry. You're probably not going to like some of the things I say. You might even mm-hmm. walk away hating me, but that's fine. Is you're feeling something and you're here. Your shouts to Quick the Poet. Um, I'm going to take a moment just real quick to announce that this being the very first episode of June, we are having a giveaway uh, for all my loyal listeners and all the listeners who are hopefully showing up because CeCe's here. You know, all the new people. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for joining us. Um, but July 9th, uh, 8 p.m. It's the Flow Apocalypse event. It's at Broward Center for the Performing Arts. It is an event put together by Quick the Poet. That's family. Um, I am doing a giveaway. So for the next four episodes, I am going to give everybody a, a clue, a, a code word. We're going to put that together at the end. I'm going to have everybody DM, DM me uh, the complete phrase, and then uh, we'll do a raffle. I got two tickets for the event. Um, Lewis has been to one of these events with me. He, he thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, he was actually my, my date that one time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, that one time. love a bromance. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he pulled up. I had an extra ticket. And he's like, yo, I'm all down for the poetry. And, uh, and it was a great night. Um, again, it's at the Broward Center, or should I say the world-famous Broward Center for the Performing Arts. Uh, this week's word is, is flow. It's, it's flow. Um, you'll figure out the rest of the phrase, but y'all stay tuned. Write them down. While you're, while you're on your phone listening to this, um, go ahead and hit subscribe on whatever streaming platform you're listening to this. And then go over to your notes app and then put in, you know, Bruce Beats and Eats poetry giveaway flow or whatever, whatever. However you memorize things, like write that down. And then tune in for the next three episodes, hopefully more after that, but, <laughs> but at least for the next three. So you could try to win yourself some tickets. Um, it's something that I would want to share because, like, we're just talking about just the experience of witnessing and hearing poetry. And it's something that I think more people should tune into um, mm-hmm. and, and, and get into for sure. Um, with that, uh, you mentioned the publication. I know a couple times we talked and you said that you have something in the works. You're trying to put together a uh, a group of poets, some music-wise. Are we... Is it uh, something that yeah, you're ready I, to kick I off? Did I jump? Really I jumped ahead of it. Did I? It's no? okay. okay. I can't really say too much. Oh, please don't. But well, say what you can. Um, I will <laughs> say what I can. Yes. Um, uh, I'm looking to put together. Like, I need. I need poets. So, if you are based in like Pompano, Deerfield, Delray specifically, okay. um, but like Broward and up, um, I'm looking to tap in with a multitude of poets okay. just for. Uh, something that's going on in the arts, the Pineapple Grove district of Deerfield Beach. Okay. So, um, yeah, they're looking to, uh, so Arts Garage in Deerfield has like the, they have an open mic night on, I believe it's the third Monday of every month. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they're just looking to, and the next one is, which is June, I believe it's June 20th. Okay. The next open mic is June 20th up there. Um, and I'm going to go, I may sign up to, to perform, but I'm, I'm also going to be featured in July. Okay. So yeah, y'all, y'all come out, y'all come out. It's going to be dope. Um, but yeah, we're just, I need poets. Okay. I need, I'm building a collective. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> what, I, what I'm going to do is once we lock down the, the, the dates and the times I'm art garage, I'll put it in the description box for those of y'all listening, just scroll down a little bit and you'll see where all the show notes, um, you'll see all the links to CC, which, um, where could they where could they reach you as far as the poets that you um, that might want to reach out to you as, and get involved with this? Um, my DMs are open, so slide on in. Okay. You can find me on Instagram uh, at cc spills inc. That's c i c i s p i l l s i n k. I didn't think about that first. <laughs> I was like, wait, because sometimes people think it's like cc's pills sink link sink, and I'm like. 
no guys it's I, not that i'm a writer <laughs> i spill ink um, yes. you know so it, it takes a, a second for people to like to get it but that's where you can find me um Gosh. or you can also email me at cc spills the ink that's only okay. with one e not like mike the stallion gotcha. um at gmail.com so. Oh, excellent. That's something else you'll find in the description notes just in case you couldn't catch it. Uh, my people, there's a lot more episode to go. Cece's here with me. We're at the, the lovely home of uh, the Casa de Yeasty, as I should say. Love it here. And, uh, yeah, it's a great place to be at. Like I said, Trivia Thursdays, pull up, come through. I'm here. Um, Jenny with the pot is here. You put tacos anywhere, I'll show up. And uh, <laughs> Period. <laughs> but y'all stay tuned. It's Bruce Beast and Easter Podcast. We got the dopest craft beers on tap. Beats and East, the podcast, and we have reached the Bruce portion. Um, again, for those of you joining for the first time, thank you for, so much for tuning in and listening. Um, for those of you who've been here before, thanks for coming back. I love y'all. Um, this is the part of the podcast where uh, I provide my guest with four different beers. Sample the beers. You give us your thoughts. In between, we'll do a um, early beer memory. Okay. Maybe, maybe the first time you had a beer, first time you enjoyed one, and we'll get that story in there, um, and then we'll go we'll go down the line as we're sampling, and we'll talk about what you're drinking nowadays. And by the time it's all said and done, uh, we'll get a quick one through four, uh, most favorite to least favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, don't be ashamed. I mean, it'd be great if people sponsored, but still, we're going to be truthful about them. So it's not like the, there's a bad one. It's just the one that le- that less likely appeases appeals to your taste. Yeah. Okay. Down, down the line, but I'm hoping that I'm I got tell the truth regardless. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> like a poet does. I know. Uh, I know we've we've talked um, here at Yeasty, and you've mentioned the beers that you're most uh, gravitate to. So I'm hoping that I got at least one of them that you really mess with. So, mm-hmm. but um, I don't know. It might be this first one. Speaking of the first one, uh, this very first beer we're gonna try here. Okay, it's from the Hidden Spring Ale Works. It is their I Fix the Cake. It is a uh, pastry lager. Mm. There's a degree of difficulty between pouring and and, and, uh, while pouring and talking. I'm trying to like, (laughs) and then I'm reading at the same time. Uh, It's a 4.3% ABV. It's out of Tampa, Tampa, Florida. It is a pastry lager. It's kind of like lemon bunt cake inspired. So that's yours. Plenty more. I don't know if anybody else in the, in the house mm-hmm. wants any, but we'll save them some um, whenever you're ready. Okay. Cheers. Post. Well, that's good. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's it's different, but to me, it hits. Yeah, on- I like it. I would um I would definitely take this to the beach. Mm. I would definitely like sip on this all day, like as a day drinking kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then maybe like towards the end, like finish off with like an IP or something. There you go. But this there is. You go. I like it. The crowning jewel will be the IPA, but this and this one, I don't know if you notice it towards the back. You do get a what they would call like a biscuity, I guess. Uh, taste it's the, it's it's bready to me. It seems at least mm-hmm. I don't know. it does. Yeah, I um I'm a southern girl, so I love a good like lemon pound cake, lemon bun cake with the glaze, nice. oh. anything. So oh, that's what I'm talking this about. is um this is very reminiscent of that. So okay. I like it. Cool, like, cool. Yeah, yeah. All right, successful so far. Um, this is where I ask uh, early beer memory. Can you think of uh, an early beer memory? Just anything? <laughs> yeah, the, the the first time you maybe, like I said, tried a beer, or maybe the first time you enjoyed one. Those are two different stories. So the first time I tried it's a, a beer, <laughs> you go. The first time I tried a beer was actually my junior year. Of, no, my the end of my freshman year of college. Okay. Um, 
it was like finals week and we were on like fraternity row and I was like okay fine fine I'll just I'll do it I'll break down I didn't drink all year long um because I, I didn't drink in high school I, gotcha. did, I didn't I didn't do all that in high yeah, school yeah. like I didn't get a chance to like wear it out before I got and there. that's a, so, I applaud that I, I definitely yeah. oh wait hold on I applaud that because it's it's <laughs> such common practice for people to rush into like the whole oh, I want to drink you know way before their time mm-hmm. and and it's so it's refreshing to hear that someone's like no it was way after so yeah I just wasn't ever interested like I had had champagne at like my sister's wedding before yeah but, you know it wasn't yeah. like I've tried wine or like I'll try my mom's drink but it's not like I had a de- I didn't have a desire mm-hmm. you know I was a I was an athlete a student but anyway my first time trying beer and it was like. <laughs> Natty Ice. <laughs> hey, wrong Natty with that. Ice. Okay. And it just was like, it tasted, I didn't really know what to expect. I was like, yeah. it doesn't taste like anything because it honestly probably still doesn't. Um, but it didn't taste like anything. I didn't, yeah. I didn't really enjoy it. Um, but I didn't have such like an adverse reaction. I was like, okay. oh, okay, this is beer. I can, I can probably get into this because I'm not, I wasn't really like into liquor at the time. Okay. Um, now, the first time I enjoyed a beer was also in college, probably like a year a year or so later. Um, there's this place. So I went to school at Stetson University, and it's located in Deland, Florida. So there's like, it's like a cute little college town. Um, it's grown a lot since I've been there. But my first memory was going to like this place called, it was either like Half Times or some other place that mm. we went like across the street. And... Um, my boyfriend at the time, he was a huge beer drinker, um, and he was like, babe, just try this one. It's not bitter. It's kind of like an IPA, but it's not, and it was Magic Hat number nine. And that's, okay. Yeah, and that's always been described as, like, the non-IPA IPA, because yeah, it's, yeah. so, it's so light. It's really not that hoppy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's got, like, a nice, like, medium body flavor, so I tried it, and I was like, oh, I can live here in this, like, flavor yeah. range, you know? Like, I like things that are tart. I like things that are, like, citrusy. So my first time enjoying a beer was uh, that, Magic that Hat number 9. Okay. Yeah, and nice. I, like, only drank that for, like, the longest time. I was like, <laughs> I don't want to drink anything else. <laughs> That's how you got your bearings. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I'm going to take a moment here. Um, and I, sh- I guess I should have, I don't know if I should have Dan or maybe Missy give us a scoop on the on this stout that we started off with. Um, one of the... Uh, one of the gifts and curses of, of recording a podcast at a brewery is that I bring beer, but then there's beer here there's also. There's beer here, yeah. <laughs> and, and they're very accommodating as to uh, sharing their beers. Ah, so yeah, we started off. Um, every, Lewis, Missy, and Dan were, were so nice enough to uh, to allow us to share their Copper Kettle Brewings Snowed In. It's an oatmeal stout. I guess it's vanilla adjunct on it because it says vanilla on here. Yeah. Ale aged in bourbon barrels. So yeah. that's that's something we were sipping on um, yeah. at the very beginning. Cool. I appreciate that. Um, this next one we're going to get into. It's from Collective Arts Brewing. This is a guava goze or goes. I don't know. I think it's, is it goza? Goza. I think. We're learning. We're learning new stuff here. I probably heard it before, and I just I just resort back to my messed up pronunciation of it. But uh, yeah. I used to think it was goose. <laughs> yeah, goose I'm like, am I dyslexic? Yeah. <laughs> am I reading this wrong? Like, what's happening? Um, yeah. So it's a fruited kettle sour. It, it comes in at a 4.9 percent ABV, and it is from Ontario, Ontario, Canada. I'm just gonna pronounce all things wrong. Goza, you, Ontario. Yes. 
That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know. I'm going to blame it on that, on that yeah, stout at the beginning. Oh, it's, yeah, the Even though I didn't get too far in it, but it's there. It's, it's not going away. What, what do you think? Sorry, I did take another sip. Um, I don't blame you. It's sour. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Um, it's all right. Yeah. I would like a, I, I think for me, because I don't really, I don't really drink sours. Okay. Um, I'm trying to like drink them more. Mm. Um, I mean, I, I drink sours when I'm here at Yeezy because Dan's, all Dan's beers are fire. Um, yeah. But it's okay. It's yeah. Okay. I, could, I could drink it. Like cool. I could drink it during the day. If it's like, if we're sharing beers or whatever, like I'll yeah. drink it, you know? Nice, um, nice. I don't know that I would choose it, mm. um, but I would I would partake. Okay, yeah, cool. I noticed it's the first time I'm having it, and I noticed off the back that it's um it's not my type of sour, but it does accomplish the whole that guava like. Mm-hmm. I it, love the guava. It it's very strong guava. Like oh mm-hmm. yeah, this is pretty close to like eating guava, you know, or having a without the sweetness like the the pure before they make it into a pastelito or whatever. Mm. That yeah, so. Not bad. Not bad at all. Uh, feel free. Leave some over there for the sponsors. I like the um, can, though. The design is nice. Like, the it, artwork it on these bottles. It like. does look pretty fresh. Hey, Louis, speaking of sponsors, um, Beer, Brews, and Food, um, are, we having a, uh, are we having a Hop and Smoke event in June? Let them know. Yeah, we're we, we doing a Hop and Smoke event. I mean, like, um, we're going to have a Hop and Smoke event tomorrow, but this is not going to be released at that time. So, um, yeah, we're having a Hop and Smoke event um, in June, um, June 30th. Which is a Thursday. We usually have um, a Hop and Spoke event um, at the last Thursday of each month at Craft Beer Cellar. Beautiful spot. Has a nice little beer garden where we could, you know, like just kick it and just like smoke a couple of cigars and just drink a bunch of beers. Um, the, the, the sunsets out there are beautiful. So if you want to pass by and just like participate in the Hop and Smoke event, um, swing through. It starts at 6 p.m. last Thursday of every month. Yo, shouts to Amy and Eddie out there, um, and, and Lewis. That was a, that was a wonderful job you did there, man. I, I really like that. I'm starting to get used to this stuff now. <laughs> <laughs> and you have such a great voice too. Oh, really? Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. yeah. Compliments all around. Oh, yeah, for nice. real, for real. So yeah, check it out. Uh, CBC Craft Beer Cellar, uh, Fort Lauderdale, the last Thursday of every month. Um, get your cigar on. Get your beer on. If you don't do one or the other, there's the other one there for you. Um, and uh, yeah, pull up. Uh, definitely, I have to agree that the view out there is great. That that's a hell of a sunset back there. And stunning. It's, it's right dope. on the intracoastal. Yeah. So for real, for real. It's gorgeous. Let's get into this third beer. We're moving gotta quick. Go Got to go back into my bag of tricks here. Hold on. <laughs> All right, here we are. Here we are. This third beer. It is from the Bay Cannon Beer Company. Bay Cannon. Cut the check. Mm. <laughs> or send some, some beers, you know. <laughs> yeah, or send beers. Yeah. On both. Porque no nos dos. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, this is their Emilia. Emilia. That's just, it's, you spoke in Spanish, oh, and the, the beer name is in Spanish. Uh, it is a blonde ale. It's a dry hopped blonde ale. Uh, comes in at a 5%. And uh, it's out of Tampa, Florida. It's dry hopped. I'm hoping that this one, I picked this one out because typically when it's dry hopped, you get a little bit more of an IPA feel, even Mm -hmm. though the beer is not an IPA. Um, So whenever you're ready, give that one a go. You're going to try it? Yeah, I am going to try it. I got to get through that last beer. Don't leave me hanging? I am am doing podcast things here, and I'm not (laughs) like keeping up with the beer drinking. One second. 
that's what I got to put into the uh, soundboard is the the Jeopardy waiting. Do-do-do. Yeah, yeah. So while uh, the host is like actually <laughs> catching up with his beer. Look at that beautiful soundboard. That's gorgeous. You could touch it. The soundboard. Mm-hmm. soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's give this one a go. Shouts to Emilia. That's pretty interesting. And they're located where? Tampa. Tampa. What do you think, Cece? Mm. I like it. It's not. It's not too sweet because I'm not really like a sweet. Like I like sweets. I'm more of a well, I'm more of a chocolate person, but um, it's not so sweet where like it's unbearable for me. So like in for in terms of like drinking, mm-hmm. I like. I don't like. Sweet stuff. Okay, like, I'm a grown ass woman. Just give me the alcohol, please. <laughs> yes. Like I know alcohol. You don't is have to sugar, disguise like, it with. The- but no, I don't need all the the syrups and the this mm-hmm. and the that. Like, um, just give me the alcohol. But this is good. I okay. like it's it's balanced. It's light. Um, it's it's a blonde ale, you know. And I like that it's like, um, it's like dry hopped. I prefer IPAs like that too. Yeah, um, yeah it's good. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, I know. Y- you kind of hinted at it earlier on. Speaking of IPAs, uh, that's that's right now. Uh, that's your lane. That's where that's where you reside. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, an IPA. So you started off with the Magic Hat, which was kind of like IPA ish. It's a, yeah, it's like IPA adjacent. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are you drinking nowadays? Like, what's an IPA nowadays that you're like, yeah, this is something that I could always vibe with. Mm, um, you know, I love the Founders All Day IPA. Mm-hmm. Like, their session is so good. I like that one. And uh, actually, uh, Dan has one here, the Thick Thiles. I haven't had that one yet. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, it's like, a, I think, um, bear with me, like, Thiles are... It's like something about the brewing process, or okay. It's something. It has something to do with the with the brewing process. Okay, the chemistry it's a word and okay, got you. Got you. So, um, I like that because the the flavors like it's super interesting. It's super complex. Okay. Um, and then on the other side, because like when I drink like nowadays, like when I okay, so story time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you're in college, it's like you want to drink and party and like I didn't like rage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me not tell on myself. I don't know if my mom's gonna listen or not. Be- she better listen, Mama. Cut this, Mama Hendrix. You gotta listen. Nay, nay. If you were listening to this part, just fast forward. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, like I didn't like to like age or anything, but like nowadays, you know, I'm in my 30s. Like, um, I like to I like to drink for taste. I like to drink for experience, culture, communion, yeah. fellowship. You know, like yeah. I think. Beer is communal, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I more so drink beer for that because it's like it's a different vibe in a brewery or like a brew house or something versus going to like obviously like going to like a club yeah. or um, like a bar restaurant type thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I just I prefer to that. So, yeah. Nice. OK, cool, cool. Um, I guess we should get into this fourth and final beer. One more time. Go in the bag. Uh, this one, I'm hoping this is the one that that really wows you and, and impresses. Yeah, I'm not easy to impress, <laughs> fellas. If you're listening, <laughs> <laughs> she told you about the DMs. I'm just saying. 
If you're going to slide in there, but do, just do it respectfully. Yes, definitely. I'm correct. Yeah. Here we go. All right. And this one I'm going to give a try as well. Thank you. Bam. So this one here. I like this can. This is from the Divine Brewing Company. So it's funny because it says Divine. It's like Divine with a B or Daybine. It might be French. I don't even know. Divine Dabine. Divine Dabine. And this is, this is their Cool Kids Club. It's a New England IPA. And it clocks in at a 6.4%. And it is from Palm Harbor, Florida. Let's give this one a go. Clink, clink. Cheers. Smells good. Mm. Am it, like, am I the only one that does that? Like, because I used to, so I used to work in a wine place. No, it's 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 great. I've had guests that are like, yeah, I listen to my beer. Oh, it, I didn't I didn't know it made sounds. I, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so you know they go in before they take a sip. They'll like they'll get the aroma, yeah. and then they'll like kind of like hold it to their ear. I don't know if it really has an effect or not, but I've had people say that before. Well, I'm hard of hearing sounds. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, never like, on my left because my right's my good ear. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> But so yes, I noticed that when you said it, or as as I went ahead and and drank right away. Yeah, I like to smell like I like to smell the beer. So I used to work in a wine place okay. um, when I was in college, like summer, like a summer. It's like a summertime thing. Okay. Um, and I, that's where I learned more about like <clears throat> drinking wine, drinking beer, because beer and wine are are I wouldn't say they're very similar. Okay. Um, but in terms of like being able to find something that you like, it's like okay, well if you like more like. Red, full-bodied stuff, you're going to like more stouts. But if you like red, uh, lighter whites, this and that, you're going to like go more towards like Pilsner's lagers, maybe like a nice light hazy or like a session IPA. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I think actually Craft Beer Cellar, where the Hop and Smoke is <laughs> next month on June 30th. Um, yeah. If you are in the second part of the building, there's a chart, like a yes. flow chart that tells you. <laughs> and that's what made me think that. of it because I saw it last night when I was there, there with, for Jenny for the pots, tacos. Yo. That's Yo. here on Thursdays. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that. I was leading to that. I was waiting. I was like, oh, that's funny because we were just talking about CBC. And, yes, I've seen that same poster. So it's kind of like be if you're a wine drinker, this is the beer for you. Yeah, like, that's and like the beer equivalent. Yeah, Correct. And and now that we're talking about it, yeah, shouts to Amy and Eddie um, and the whole staff over there at CBC. Mm-hmm. They are now doing um, Wednesdays. Is there Wine Wednesdays now? It's uh, They just started doing it. It's uh, $5 pours of wine. Oh, nice. So now they're they're introducing that. So, you know, shouts to them. It's giving it's – giving, uh, you know, those those people who are maybe not in the mood for beer mm-hmm. another reason to come out yeah yeah yes, definitely. I love that. and I love that too like that people when they do come out to like breweries and or like beer cellars and houses everything like mm-hmm. that they have options correct you know like that's the for me that's like the beautiful thing about beer is like there's something for everyone yes you know like yeah, yeah. as like I'm not a stout drinker by any means but I will try if someone offers me a stout like mm-hmm. Lewis offered us that stout when he came in um I tried it. I'm not a stout drinker, but I'm like, I'm always open to like expanding my palate. Yeah. So like, yes, I live in the IPA lane mm-hmm. and that's where I'm fine. Like cruising on 95, you know, yeah. um, but I'm open to like to trying anything as far as beer, as beer goes. If nothing else to be able to say, even if you didn't like it, then you could say, yeah, no, this is, mm-hmm. I've tried it, but this is, I came to this conclusion about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and to say that's how actually I got into, um, I think right around the same time I started recording the podcast, or maybe just before it, that's how I got into, like, uh, I, I made the correlation between podcasting and, and having beer involved in the podcast. Because mm-hmm. uh, 
I started going to World of Beer on a weekly basis almost. Oh, yeah, I remember. And my goal was I was there. I met I met two of the homies um, that I, I went through um, some schooling with. And um, yeah, shouts to Craig, shouts to Ralph, uh, asshole number one, asshole number two. And uh, we would link up on Thursday nights. We go to World of Beer, and of course, when you find out that World of Beer has this uh, program where they um, they keep track of the beers you drink, and then mm-hmm. eventually you'll get something from. So I'm like, yeah, I gotta try a little bit of everything. Like that's I'm gonna try a little bit of everything. So that was my that was my goal. It was like just try a little bit of everything, even if I didn't like it. So that's kind of what got me. That that kind of reminds me of when you say it's like at least try it. Mm-hmm. Even if you walk away not liking it, but at least you know you tried it, and then you know that's not something you really mess with. Yeah, because and and the other side of that, the other perspective is it's like okay, well I tried it and I don't like it, but now you're closer to being able to find something that you do like. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, there's Dan made a thunderstruck yes here at UC, and that and it was a golden style, mm-hmm. and that is the to this day, <laughs> <laughs> to this day, <laughs> that is the. Only stout I've been able to like wow. have a full glass of and enjoy and just like I want more of it. Like yeah. I think when it was on, like that's the only thing I would drink when I came here. Nice. So I'm like I'm a creature of habit sometimes. So like I'm like yeah I'll probably I'll have maybe one different beer or whatever. Yeah. But when it was on, I was like I need that. Yeah. It was it's just, <laughs> it was so good. I was and I was excited because it like was. I want to be able to drink every kind of beer. Like I love beer. Um. And I want to be able to like enjoy and have and find pleasure in in all of it and like share it with people, you know. Yeah. Um, so I was really I was really elated to be able to like That's, yes, yeah. finally Something. there's yeah. at least there's one like if nothing else if never again which I don't I probably don't think so. Um, I have one that I I can come back to and I have fond memories of and I'm like no this is the one that was like that just did it for me you know. Yeah. Got you. Um, yeah, I know I know somebody else who was big on the uh, the thunderstruck. It was uh, shouts to brother Gabe. Brother Gabe was a big fan of the Thunderstruck mm-hmm. early on. He's like, yeah, that's the one. Um, we came to the part of the podcast where I ask you one through four real quick. You're the most favorite to the least favorite of the four you have in front of you uh, whenever you're ready. Okay. Um, I'll say. Oh, you're going to be surprised when I say this. Really? Okay. My number one is actually I Fix the Cake. Wow. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Surprise. Officially surprised. <laughs> so that was the the lemon bundt cake uh, pastry lager. Got you. Okay. From ooh. from Hidden Springs Ale Works. Boom. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and then my number two was the Cool Kids Club, the Hazy IPA from from Divine from Divine. Yeah. Um, Emilia from Bay Cannon, number three, gotcha. and then the Goza, Goza. from oh, Collective Arts. From Collective up. Arts, yeah, that would be my number four. Nice. I didn't hate any of these beers. I thought nice. they were all, um, I like them all, mm-hmm. you know. Um, the Goza, I think, is just probably like, it's just probably like a flavor profile that I'm not really u- used yeah. To, yeah. to experimenting with. So, because gotcha. I don't really drink Gozas like that. Gotcha. Um, cool. But I've, I'm definitely going to try to like, try them more now that I've had that one and kind of see like what, what's out there yeah them, so yeah. yeah excellent my people's cc played along she tried the four beers she told you what she thinks of them and we ranked them one through four there's a lot more podcasts to get to so y'all stay tuned it's bruce beats and easter podcast what about the beats the beats the beats the beats Bruce Beats and he's the podcast, and we have reached the Beats portion of the podcast. This is the portion of the podcast, I think I've said that enough, uh, where um, we get to know our guests' musical taste, CC. And, and it, could, it could come by way of um, sharing playlists, uh, 
what you would find on a playlist. It could be uh, the music that motivates you. Um, um, so uh, the the music you grew up to, you know, we could also talk about that. Let's start mm-hmm. there. Let's start there. Talk about the the, the music that you grew up to, the sounds and uh, around the house. Oh, so like on Saturday mornings with a time to clean, you know? Right. Yes. Um, Miss Anita Baker, I grew up on her. Roberta Flack, Shaka Khan, obviously, mm-hmm. isn't she's my fave. Donna Summer, George Benson, um, who a lot of people don't realize was also like he was a famous jazz guitarist mm-hmm. first before he was like a like they know him for his vocal albums like that yeah. song "Turn Your Love Around." Mm-hmm. That's George Benson, y'all. Yes, in case you didn't know. Yes, um, he had a, he he was in a group called Benson and Hedges. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, and I I vividly remember the the album cover like that wax like the vinyl cover of like Benson and Hedges and it's like but it was so dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then my mom's. All-time favorite musical group is the incomparable Earth, Wind, and Fire. So I definitely grew up with them. I grew up with, like, you know, oldies, OJs, um, the Four Tops. Temptations. Temptations. Um, Hold on, let me, because I have, like, a whole, I actually make playlists. Based on? Yeah, like, based on whatever my mood is. Like, I have, I have, like, um, like, a series of playlists called, like, Oxcord. Okay. So, and I'll, I'll share them I with you when I'm done. Please do. Yeah, please yeah I'll do. share yes. them with you, yes. you know. Um, like, yeah, like, I grew up with, like, Lakeside, Outkast, mm-hmm. Aaliyah, you know, like, R&B, everything. Soul, but, like, my my lane, like, where I, like, I love to live. Like, I am an R&B girl, like, okay. um, through and through. But my favorite genre of music is actually, like, disco and funk and, like, really? soul. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just, I don't know, like, I just... It makes me feel good. It takes me to like it's the music is so timeless. Number one, um, and it's like it's a it's a genre where it's like you can really tell that the artists are like really in their musicianship mm. and they're okay. dedicated and disciplined in their craft. Yeah. And I just and I love when that comes through in the music. Nice. Um, yeah. Nice, nice. Uh, Chaka, Chaka Khan song, the the one song that is like that's that's your jam. Mmm. It's on her. Um, it's between I feel for you. Strong, strong. <laughs> yeah, strong. It had it had uh, it had uh, um, Turbo from Breaking was in the video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Her <laughs> album cover like this one with like the what the, the glove and the white. Like I actually want this as like a tattoo because it's my what? favorite album. I okay. feel for you. Okay. Um, so yeah, I feel for you is my favorite favorite okay. song from her, and nice. then. Through the Fire is, like, my favorite cover because um, Roberta Flack, I believe, originally I sang so. that song. Yeah. And, like, that's also, like, one of my mom's other favorite nice. uh, artists. Okay. And then I also grew up on a lot of jazz, too. So my dad's a big, like, jazz head. So George Benson, Kenny G. Najee. You know, yeah, yeah. all of that. Um, I remember, like, like, I have some really fond memories of, like, my family's from, like, all over the South. My dad's from, like, really, really small rural town in Georgia called Sylvania. Oh, wow. Okay. And... Um, I just remember like driving on the back roads, getting ready to go to my like my grandma and grandpa's house, and we hit the road from Florida to Georgia, and it's just jazz all the way, like okay. Sade. Yeah, you know she's also like one of my number ones. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I just have so many memories of just like falling asleep in the back of the seat, like. The smell of this, and this is where you can tell I'm a poet. Um, like just you're capturing everything. Like, yeah, like the smell of old leather mm. in the back seat. Like just landscape everywhere you go, from window to window. Like stopping at like Dunkin' Donuts or Shoney's on the way, mm. or like Krispy Kreme or something like that. <laughs> like and just 
just vibing wow. you know it's that's dope yeah it's beautiful that's so like dope. i have a lot of like music is very like integral to my, got my being yeah got you uh what are you listening to nowadays uh solange okay <laughs> every day <laughs> <laughs> i still haven't i i Get into it, baby. I, I still have not. Get into it. I, I've heard all the good things, and I'm so late on it. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, but I, I, I've always I heard so much about seat at the table, and I, I still mm-hmm. haven't even gotten into the album. So that that might be something that I'm gonna have to yeah. throw into the mix there uh, sooner than later. Fun fact: that was actually like the first vinyl I got. And you guys, okay, so they, Lewis and Ed, just came back from Austin a few weeks ago. Yes, or a couple of days ago, yeah, or something. Shouts to the, shouts to the Craftinators beercation traveling trope. <laughs> um, I want to go with y'all on a trip. That'd be fun. Like you're so, more like, than welcome cool. to. Yeah, we gotta make I'm it down. happen. Definitely. I love traveling. Yes. Um, but yeah, like that was the first vinyl I ever like owned for myself. Okay. Um, because she was at uh, Austin City Limits ACL in like, gotcha. 2018, I believe it was, okay. and that was like the first time I'd seen her live. Wow. And I, I've been a Solange fan from jump. Like when she was with Solange and the Hadley Street Dreams. Like, okay, um, there was a period of time um, in her career very early on where it was like, if you were to open like Cosmopolitan or like read on certain corners of like of Tumblr, mm. um, where people would just like talk down on her and just be like, oh, it takes her so long to like bump out a hit and da 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 And I'm like, y'all, but y'all are content to wait for Frank Ocean. <laughs> like I am too. Um, you know what I mean? Like I just listen to Channel Orange until we get something like a single or something. Like him. Yeah. Um, but even then I was like, no, like her music is dope. Like yeah. I resonate with it. Like okay. her style is so unique. She's ahead of her time. Like she's not afraid to like be open and vulnerable. So, you know, um, so what I'm listening to these days is Solange, um, SZA, and those are like my consistent artists. Um, but I'm also listening to this artist called Black Party. I don't know if it's like a group or like a duo mm. or, um, but they sing that like I don't know on Instagram. It's called like I hope the flowers bloom. That song, but like I heard the rest of the album called Mango, and that's like a banger. Really? Um, yeah, I'm trying to like. Party. I'm trying not to always float in the R&B zone because I'm like, okay, like, I do love music, but, like, I got to listen to other stuff, you know? Okay. Um, but I've been listening to, like, a lot of, like, uh, Pusha T just dropped okay. his album. Yes, I've yes. been on that, when like... dry out, I think it is. Uh, dry out. Or something oh, like I mean, that. I should have known um, the band. Hold but on. Let it's me... definitely a dope album. Um, yeah. I, I was never... It's, it's funny that my relationship with the clips... Was early on I liked them. Lunch uh, tables were never the same after grinding came out. <laughs> and, it went, and even grinding, I was kind of like that was one of those songs where I was like, I don't see why everybody likes this song, and so it was different. Um, oh yeah, that's his self-titled album. Oh, the almost, almost dry. It's almost dry. It's, almost dry. it's okay. okay. So I w- okay, I was in the, I was in the ballpark, if not accurate. Uh, but that is a, that is a solid album from front to back. Mm-hmm. Um, no skips. Even with the features. Um, even with features from people that I'm, I I listen to less than, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, I like the way they came off. Um, that's another one. I know we spoke uh, a couple weeks prior to uh, the release of uh, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Mm-hmm. We talked about just we were both anticipating this Kendrick album, like most people. Yeah, are. it's been five years and since we got a, a project from him. Plus, We've had features and stuff. Yes, I think he was on Baby Keem's song last year, the year before like that. Expected. So yes, yeah. yeah. So, what do you think of that project? My perspective may differ from yours. Ooh. 
Have you sat with it? It's it's and that's the thing. I've I listened I've listened through through it twice. Okay. Um, okay. I will say there's a there's a there's a couple songs on there that I'm like uh, this isn't it Kendrick mm-hmm. like I I as a writer like okay yes there's a message and his his projects are always comprehensive right he's not a Pulitzer Prize winner for nothing correct um, his to pimp a butterfly has not been taught in classrooms all over the country for nothing. Um, but I feel like a couple of songs on there were just like that's this is not how um, this isn't it, Kendrick. Yeah. You know. Okay. Um, okay. But otherwise, other than that, other than like the issues, like with you know, problematic and like uh, very like transphobic things okay. that are that okay. being said. Yeah, yeah. Um, whether you know, it's those songs I skip. Got you. Got um, you. And I don't. And I don't feel like he's above critique. On mm. that, you know, no, and, and I don't think it should be above critique. Mm-hmm. And I also, but I enjoy it. I enjoy the album. Yeah, I enjoy. I enjoy. Um, I always enjoy his storytelling. And I think on those songs that are problematic, I'm. I don't want to like. I I'm not going to excuse anything. Um, I, I am gonna. But as a as a writer, I am gonna try, to like. Appreciate the effort. I guess mm-hmm. um, okay. with the kind of story he wanted to tell, I, yeah. I, I, but I think there was a better a better way to do it without um, airing people out. Got you. Got so you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, where, where so the- I haven't I haven't gone back to it since my second listen because I'm like, like some songs mm-hmm. I'm listening to, yeah, yeah. Uh, like Rich Spirit. I can't fuck with you no more. Father I'm fasting. Father Time is serious. Woo. Father Time is so serious. Yeah. Like, that's the one that right now is the one that I really moved to is Father Time. I feel like a lot of men are like are, are reckoning with that one. Um, you know, what's crazy is that I think my appreciation for that track comes, it, it was the groundwork was laid maybe about a year and a half ago when um, Sky Zoo dropped um, an album called, um, I think it's called, it's called Milestones. Um, and it was it was dedicated to his son, his mm-hmm. firstborn son, and it has a lot of the um, has a lot of those. The, the, it's very thematic to raising or or being raised, you know, what I'm saying by a father figure mm-hmm. and his experiences and how they translate into him being a father now, um, or, or you know the the, the 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 similarities and and the dissimilarities. Um, so I think that kind of that kind of laid the groundwork for mm-hmm. me. Like when I hear a song like that, like Kendrick speak about his situation, I was like, oh, I, I really messed with this song. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely. Music that motivates you, you know, you got to get up and do things throughout the day. Mm. Oldies. Oldies. Yeah. They okay. just make me want to like get up and dance. And I'm like, okay, like I can put this on as like white noise and sing along, but it's gotcha. so, you know, and then I can just get things done. Also, I love classical music. Oh, really? Okay. So that I like when I'm, when I really need to be in, like, a serious, like... Because I'm also a journalist. Um, I do a lot of, like, freelance, like, copywriting stuff, too. I'm not just a, a poet. I'm, I'm a consummate writer. Nice. Um, I love that word. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when I need to, like, get in the zone and I need no one to bother me, like, I put on um, Gustav Holst. He was a composer. Okay. Um, he has a piece called The Planets. Okay. Which is like amazing. It is beautiful. I recommend listening to it like on 
full volume on like a quality sound system the first time you hear it. Um, so the first time I heard the planets was at in college at my my university. So Stetson University, like we're primarily known for like our music program. Okay. Um, so like like we have classically trained singers. So it's opera, choir, chorus, theater, orchestra, band, like everything, and we're known for that. Nice. Um, and so the first time I heard it, our orchestra played it my junior year, and I was literally sitting there frozen in tears. I was so moved by it. I was so, so moved by, like, the emotion that comes through in the pieces and just, like, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things, you know, like, music. I believe music is a love language mm-hmm. um, through and through, and I have a lot of, not a lot, I have a few poems that reflect that. Um, but I just was like, I've never heard anything like this before. I was just so, like, awestruck by it and yeah. just so, like, and that, like, going to, to school at Stetson was, like, my gateway, my entryway into classical music because I did grow up in church. Um, and when I was in elementary school, like, I was in the in the choir. I played bells. Like, you know, I sing a little bit, but not, you know, like, yeah. whatever. Um, <laughs> Sound like Lewis one. It was like, he's like, like oh, you're going to carry a tune? Belt, belt out of? No, 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 no. Belt out of tune? No, no, no. But but needs to say that that was one of those uh, th- that piece actually propelled you to be like I got to look into more of this. Mm-hmm. And yeah, made you feel strongly enough about it where you're like I got to listen to more. Yeah, Antonio Vivaldi has uh, the seasons, I believe. So it's like like winter, summer, autumn, okay, uh, spring. Um, he has those pieces. Uh, yeah, like I'll put on classical music and just like zone out. Nice. <laughs> I was gonna. I typically ask my guests. It's like, what's that one? Um, musical genre that that most people would be surprised to find out that you classical music and you got yeah you got it you hit it without me asking the question um excellent (laughs) excellent uh cc we got one more segment to get through before this is all said and done that is the eats portion my peoples stay tuned it's bruise beats and eats i got cc with me i am still old head ed your host um we'll be right back Bruise Beats and Eats the podcast, and we have reached the eats portion of the podcast. Yes. The bittersweet portion, because it's the last segment, which means this is going to come to an end. But it also means that we get to talk about food. Yes, like, I'm a Taurus, yeah. so, like, let's do it. Is, I, I didn't know that was a, there was a correlation between Tauruses and food. That's just like, a, you know, most people are like, oh, you're a Taurus, so, like, you must be really stubborn. And I am. Um <laughs> That part's that part's correct. Yeah, but not to like a detriment. It's like I would rather be stubborn and like rooted in my in my values and okay. my personhood than be a doormat. So like, you know, understood, understood. You either get it or you don't. <laughs> um, but yeah, like that's like a big thing. It's that you know, Ooh. if you're like an astrology person, um, Tauruses are known for like food, pleasure, just oh, gotcha, yeah, gotcha, yeah, yeah. hitting all the all the everything the, that makes you points. feel good. You'll find in a Taurus. So, okay. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Good to know. I mm-hmm. gotta. I gotta get into my my horoscope more. <laughs> um, th- What's th- your sign, Ed? So okay. So it's funny you asked that, and I. I'm you're an always, Aquarius, aren't you? No, I'm ah. not. <laughs> it's probably the last one you're gonna guess because everybody goes, "No, there's no way." You're a Scorpio. I, right? No yes. way. Right? Yeah. Like, you well, get that? Like, no, no way. Um, I do because we're opposites. So okay. Taurus is the second sign in the zodiac, and then like Scorpio is like the whatever number it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, we're very like, we're, we're sister signs is what people call Got it. You. So it's okay. like, I don't know. There's a lot of memes that are like Scorpio energy is just 
or Taurus energy is a Scorpio energy dressed up in like flowers and <laughs> and you know <laughs> frolicking okay. and shit. So okay, okay. Uh, yeah, okay. I actually you're very extroverted. It's so I would not guess that you're a Scorpio <laughs> initially. See? Did it again? Yeah, <laughs> but I got it though on the second. Track. You did. Well, it. It, typically that's kind of like the, that's the that's like the alley oop is when I say most people wouldn't would not, guess wouldn't guess yeah. because I am so far from what the standard is when it comes to that <laughs> they're just very brooding they're just very y'all are just very deep you know you're a water I, sign I, you're like I you're like just see, you're yeah, like you have emotional so. depth you know and um i no, love no, water i love a scorpio i love the energy mm. of like i need to protect myself mm. and i like i'm only gonna give you what i feel you can handle or what you deserve okay so and you might know you might know you might know about me okay. no, no i love <laughs> okay. i love a scorpio i'm just like yes give me the depth i got you. i prefer that Gotcha, gotcha. So, That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Let's get into the depth of eating food. Please. Um, I know I want to do, I want to go back. I, I, I don't do this often enough, but, um, and I forget sometimes when I get into conversations about food with people mm-hmm. and my guests, and I was doing it for a while, I would have the guests kind of go through an ideal food day from beginning to end. What would that look like? And then we'll get into chicken wings. I know, and I'm sure chicken wings will be in there somewhere too. <laughs> oh yeah. But but let's let's start off with you know a day. Calories don't count. Never. Um, and uh, and you just you just want to do the most when it comes to eating from the very beginning to the end of the day. What what mm. what does that day look like? I love that question. Oh, wow. Okay. Doing something right. Yeah. Season three. This is great. <laughs> I love it here. Y'all come on this podcast. Y'all tune in. That is this is amazing. Um, ideal. Food day. So I wake up, right? Mm-hmm. I'm already hungry. So like, Me too. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I wake up, I cook. Um, so yeah, as much as I, I feel like as much as I love to eat, it's like it's a definite that I know how to cook as well. Okay. Um, so my ideal food day, it starts out with breakfast. Breakfast is like super light for me usually. Mm-hmm. Um, I love a Butter or like almond croissant, mm. uh, toasted, like nice and crisp, you know, with like go- like golden brown, kind of like biscuit style. Got you. Um, dr- with some butter, drizzle some honey on top, okay. um, a nice hearty side of blackberries, and then a like a cafecito or like an espresso or something. It's, it sounds very French, which I like. <laughs> <laughs> um, on the side, maybe like a side of bacon or something like that. Um, and then snacks, um, usually, I usually gravitate towards, like, nuts, chips, okay. anything. Like, I'm, I'm a big, like, sweet and savory okay. kind of Got person. Um, lunch would probably be tacos. I love mm. tacos. Or, like, uh, sliders. I love, like, uh, so Temple Street Eatery makes these, like, they also have, like, a burger style, like, a big. An adult version, I guess. Yeah, full grown version. <laughs> yeah, but I'm a slot. I like. I like the. I like to like. Okay, I'm gonna eat half my because I'm a tourist. You know, I like to. I'm gonna eat half my food now, and I'm already planning for like whatever my other meals are for the next like two days. Like, I want to eat this on Thursday. <laughs> um, but they have these like katsu, which is like fried uh, katsu uh, balbun, like okay. marble balbun sliders. Yeah. So good. Mm. Highly recommend. Um, and then just go there for happy hour too. That's Temple Street? Temple Street Eatery. Yeah, over on uh, 6th, Sistrunk, and 4th. Okay. Out okay. there. Yeah. Uh, they're pretty close to a couple different places. They're close to Invasive. So okay, okay. Yes, both. Got you, got I'm going to drive. Um, so, yeah, like probably like tacos or some form of slider. Got you. Um, like french fries or rice or whatever, depending on like the where I'm at eating. Okay. Um, 
And then, yeah, chicken wings. I'll, I'll eat wings at any point. Yeah. Maybe not like in the morning and stuff, but like at yeah. any point in the day, like I'll I'll eat wings. Chicken wings. Yeah, man. Yeah, like to. if it sounds good, you know, I'm there. Okay. Yeah. The, the I love barbecue also. So like if I can get like a good like brisket mm. something. Or, okay. Yeah. Okay. With the Carolina gold barbecue sauce. Strong. That's, that's the. Strong, yes. That's, that's top tier. Choice. That's that's the one. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I, I actually had some barbecue earlier today which is not the day you're listening to the podcast but the day we're <laughs> recording the podcast and um yeah I went, I went to mission barbecue oh how they're, is it i've never been they're, they're very consistent it's good it's, okay it's, it's expensive i mean considering that i'm doing i'm going for lunch and you know you don't want to walk away you know with lunch where you rack up twenty dollars mm-hmm. twenty twenty to five dollars to get a you know good amount but i mean if i'm paying that much it better be at least two meals for me like so, well you can so it, that there is a strategy there so i went with the the, the two meat sampler i went pulled chicken pulled pork uh-huh and then i went with the um the double xl size which gives you two sizes and then the drink what'd you get okay so wait which one was better the chicken or the pork and then what were the sides you got okay uh to me the chicken was better than the pork oh really yes okay um same sauce pork pork uh, so I went, I went with the their honey heat sauce, mm-hmm. and it's just you know I dab, I don't soak it, you know I just kind of just eh, you like dip, dip into it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, so definitely out of the pork isn't bad. It's 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 fire pork, but the to me the chicken tasted better mm. to me. And then I went with the the baked beans and what was my oh and the coleslaw. I hadn't tried the coleslaw there there yet, so I'm like, oh, let me give the coleslaw a try. It's baked beans all day. Okay, um, how's their mac and cheese? See, I'm not a big mac and cheese fan. <gasps> I, I, yes, that's something you will learn. It to me, mac. It, I don't know. It's like I'm walking out right now, guys. I'm leaving. <laughs> Bruce Beeson needs the podcast. It's Thank over. You for tuning in. <laughs> um, I haven't. It's. I, I was never a big mac and cheese person. And then there's been times where I've come across a mac and cheese where I was like, oh man, this is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like it really soupy. I like it oh, more no. crispy, like right? Crispier and yeah, yeah. drier, like where you get a little bit of cheese on there. A little crunch. Uh, yeah, a little crunch. Yeah. Um, but it's not something that caused my attention. Um, and then I saw that they had like they they do their desserts rotate. Okay. Um, so they'll have like banana pudding something one day with the wafers. This oh. time around, they had uh, vanilla peach cobbler wafers with the vanilla the vanilla wafers. What? Yeah. I'm tripping. I need to go. So <laughs> this time around, they had the peach cobbler. And I was like, oh, I got to get peach cobbler. I'm a Southern girl, y'all. So like red velvet, peach cobbler, banana pudding, all 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 that. Yeah, I want it. I want it all. So um, the reason I even, uh, to answer your question was, or to kind of like bring it back to the tourist energy was that, yeah, you definitely, for that price, you can split it up. Of course, Mm -hmm. I'm sitting there like, no, I'm going to eat it all now. But... (laughs) You think, But I could have easily split it up. I could have had one portion and the other portion. Mm So... The fact that I'm paying almost twenty dollars for this, it you know you could soften the blow with it, uh, considering that you could save some for later. So mm-hmm. it's so the portions are a good size, though. So Correct. it's like it's, yes. you don't feel like okay, this is like overpriced. Correct. Yes. You know, it's like okay, I feel like this is it may be a little much that I want to pay right now, but it's like it's adequate. Correct. Okay. Yeah. 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 So it falls, I, I it to falls that. under that for sure. Um, wings. Uh, where to go? Where's where's the best wings here, in your opinion? Oh, okay. I'm not gonna give out my my spot. That's sacred. I'm <laughs> okay. sorry. Um, 
Can't have people just showing up. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, I obviously like this place has been in business since like before I was born. And my parents have been going there like my whole okay. life, so okay. that's my favorite wing spot. Um, is the place my parents have been going since before okay. I was born. That's the name of it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Google that. <laughs> Google that, um, that. But some good places to go for wings. Um, besides that place, I like. Uh, there's wings and more. Okay. Over on Commercial and 31st. They're pretty good. Okay. Um, I like, there's actually this like food truck two blocks around the corner from my house. Um, Antonio's Grill. All right. Like, Never heard of it. Their wings are fire. Really? Okay. Yes. You nice. could get like, you could get wings and you could get like Bahamian Kong fritters Ooh. Uh, in one uh, meal. Uh, and I'm that's like. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And I'm like, yes. Say no more. I love it. Um, but yeah, like they're. And all the flavors that they offer are good. Um, I usually don't go out all the time for wings because I like to make my own. Like, I like to cook. Nice. I love to, like, experiment in the kitchen. Like, okay. when I'm cooking or doing whatever, like, that's, um, that's like, one of my happy places. So, Got you. Nice, nice. Yeah, like, I love, um, like, I was mentioning earlier, I'm developing, like, uh like a sauce for myself or okay. like a, a glaze. Oh, no, I'm developing like a glaze for okay. myself and my wings. Okay. So if I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to like, if I'll bake them or like I'll fry them or whatever, um, I typically bake my wings. Nice. So um, this I can give away. Like I do like a hot honey glaze. Okay. So I'll do like honey, um, either like crystal Tabasco or like Louisiana mm. hot sauce. Or Sorry, my twang's coming out. Uh, Louisiana hot sauce. Uh, <laughs> or whatever is you know whatever is available to us. It's usually leaving an hot sauce in our in our in our house. Gotcha. We go through like well, my mom goes through hot sauce like people go through underwear. <laughs> like it's crazy. All, you got it on tap. You have to have it on tap because it's all- honestly like we. That's what we need. Like because <laughs> I'll go in there like one day, and we'll have like a full bottle. And then I'll go in there, like, the next week or something. like, And I'll be using it, too. But, like, I'll go in there the next week and, like, it's gone. <laughs> and then we have, like, the other one just sitting there, like, unopened, ready to go. Ready to go. And I'm wow. just like, "Wow, okay, all right, this, this is what it is. This is what it's been. So, <laughs> you know, whatever. Just, at yeah. least there's hot sauce in the, in the, in the cabinet. Is, yeah. You know what I mean? So Never go without, for sure. Yeah. So I do, like, um, right now I'm experimenting with, like, a combination of, like, honey, hot sauce or Tabasco. Um fried garlic like the okay. pieces nice um garlic onion powder uh lemon pepper mm. um and then like thyme and rosemary okay like and then i'm trying to like some aromatics um, in there yeah yeah, okay. yeah i gotta make it nice <laughs> and then you, i'll i'll warm that oh and lemon juice and then okay. some lemon juice as okay. well and then or sometimes lime depending or maybe both sometimes um and then i'll like warm that up and then i'll just like you know you Dress the wings and yeah. put them in the oven and nice. let them get crispy. And it's, oh, man, it's so good. It's so good. You mentioned baked wings. Um, I have this thing. <laughs> Publix, they, not, I don't think all of them do it, but I've started to notice more and more Publixes are preparing. You know, they have the, the fried wing basket, the breaded. The, the, As they the should. Like, now they have baked wings. And they come in a Mardi Gras and a lemon pepper. Those are the two different. Okay, I'm And, that. yeah, like, they, they go pretty fast, so... When I roll up, and I might not even be there for wings, <laughs> and I walk by the deli, I'm like, oh, look, they got the baked ones. It's like... Got to grab them. You got to grab them. It's, I think it's like 16 bucks for close to 20 wings. But again, it does the thing where you have four or five now, 
with you know in a meal and then you know a couple of days later you have another mm-hmm. four or five of them so yeah. you get you get several meals out of it but the, yeah they're really good they're, and if you throw them in the air fryer for a couple of minutes just to warm them up Okay, really good, we really are still good. rocking with the toaster oven in my house. Okay, so we're rocking with the old version of air fryer. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're rocking nice. with his grandpa. You well, know? you can see the stuff cooking in it. <laughs> yeah, which nice. I don't like. I don't mind. Um, oh, that sounds good. Yeah, no, yeah. Definitely. I think Whole Foods or Fresh Market, one of them, they have this like uh, rosemary, lemon, thyme, whatever. Uh, chicken mm. it's so good. Really? Yeah, it's whole, like a whole. It's, it's a whole, like whole chicken. A whole it's chicken. a whole chicken, um, and it's like roasted and stuff. Nice. Um, but I think they also have like wings and stuff there too. Okay. So yeah. Nice. Um, one food item that you could do without, like if it, if it didn't exist, you'd be totally fine with it. Like you can't stand it. You don't understand why people eat it. Like, is there anything? <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to get fried for this. Uh, <laughs> mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't. Um, I, but I will say like regular, but there is this place in Hollywood, they're black owned, um, mm. called C4 Eats, like C4, okay. like dynamite. The explosive. Yeah. 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 Mm. And they have like a little like dynamite logo. They're cool. Okay. Um, and they're a vegan know. place. Okay. And so they have, they use, I think it's like oyster mushrooms or something like that. Like they fry them oh, and that's okay. supposed to be like the equivalent, uh, equivalent of, uh, I think calamari or something like gotcha. that. Okay. And it is, can I say the F word? D- please do. Okay, it's fucking delicious. I think this is, <laughs> I, I want to say that this is the longest we've gone in an episode without hearing a curse word. Yeah, I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. C4 Eats in mm-hmm. Hollywood. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to have to. Black owned. It. Yeah. Okay. I got to um, get out there. They so do it, like they do smoothies. They have like a shrimp and grits, like a vegan. Like everything is vegan on the menu. Like right. they have like shrimp and grits. Okay. They have um, like French fries, and they just they do smoothies. They okay. sell like see they. It's I like I like it. I've been there like twice. Okay, but I would definitely go back and get I would get the oyster mushrooms like because it, it yeah. was good. But that's but the extent of your mushroom. That's the, no, that's the only one. <laughs> okay, like I mean you know I'll do them as a as a favor, a party favor. Yeah. But like I. I don't want mushroom tacos. I don't want mm. mushrooms. I don't want mushroom risotto. On your pizza. Risotto. You don't want- I don't want this or that. You, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't want it. <laughs> I don't like them. They don't taste like anything to me. Okay. No. It's fine. Hey, everybody's entitled to their opinion on them. Yeah. Um, for those listeners who are really Please big fans of fun. mushrooms. If you're a big fan of mushrooms and you totally disagree, it's season three. I told you guys about the hotline. It's 786-294-6263. Leave me a message. Tell me how you feel about mushrooms. Tell, tell me how you feel about eating cereal in a, in a cup as opposed to a bowl. Tell me what you think about food, about beer, about music. I'll play it. I'll play it on the podcast. We have technology. We can do this. Okay? So, yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, I, I think that's the only way anybody will... Provide some resistance on your mushroom thing. Yeah. Okay. So the cereal thing, I will say, like sometimes if there's not enough cereal, like it doesn't it doesn't make any sense to use a bowl. Okay. Okay. But it's okay. So the, it like, comes down to it's a, like okay, I'll just eat. eat yeah. It's it's a it's an amount <laughs> thing. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha, like gotcha. if it's like the last of the cereal and it's like it's like this many Fruit Loops or whatever, and then the rest there's is no like point dust. in putting it in a whole. Like gotcha. I'm not wasting a dish for that. Like what? All right, Diana. You got another one on your side. Shout, <laughs> shouts to Twin Flame. Yo, shouts to Twin, Twin Flame, Flame Brewing. <laughs> um, the last but not least, uh, desserts. 
Are you a dessert person? Yeah. Okay. What what's what's the dessert? Oh, I, I know you mentioned earlier. You mentioned red velvet is. I can staple. only pick one. Oh, no, no, run the gamut. Okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'll just. I have a. I don't have just one. Um, number one is peach cobbler. Okay. Strong choice. With like. Oh. Okay. No. So number one is between peach cobbler and sweet potato pie. Mm. Um. Yeah. Okay. So, over pumpkin. Sweet potato over pumpkin. We don't know her. Pumpkin pie. We don't know her. She gotta go. Um, <laughs> you know those memes where it's like one of these, where it's like they give you four things and like one of these she has to go. go. Pumpkin. She can go. <laughs> pumpkin muffins. Pumpkin bread. Absolutely. Gotcha. Like pumpkin, pumpkin seeds. Cheesecake. Pumpkin cheesecake. Mm-hmm. Pumpkin anything else. But the pie. The pie. I'm just like, ah, oh, you know, yeah. this doesn't really. You don't. This isn't the best use of your of your material. Got you. Got you know what I mean? Okay. You can we can do so much better with you. There we go. You are a beautiful gourd. <laughs> yes. I feel like there are there's there's better ways to use her. Correct. You know? So sweet potato right now and then the peach cobbler, they're close one A. They're tied 1B. for first. Okay. Um second would have to be uh like lemon pound cake glaze. Mm. Um it's just it's classic. Yeah. You know, or sometimes like you know the lemon with the or like the the yellow cake with like the chocolate frosting. I haven't come across this. Oh my god! You don't really? Okay, no, I have not. This is it's new like to me. it's really easy. It's like they make like the Betty Crocker stuff. You could just make it out of the box and do the the stuff um, by the frosting and stuff. But like the that yellow cake with like chocolate frosting, mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. I also don't like chocolate cake. Okay, yeah, okay. I like German chocolate, but like not regular. Chocolate cake. cake. I do okay. like chocolate, but cake. I don't know. It's I'm weird. Mm. Like I could do like a cupcake. Which red velvet is a. It is chocolate cake. with dye, but it's not. That's not like my number it's, one. You yeah. know, um, it is good. Yeah. Um, but definitely my, chocolate cake is not where you reside. No, no, no. Like my cousin Brittany, though. Like she, oh my, her desserts are so freaking good. Like when Thanksgiving rolls around, I'm like, she's the ha- she's the person I'm happiest to see. Because I'm that. like, oh, I know you made some banana pudding, or I know you made red velvet this, or lemon this, or she has these things called like, oh my god bars, and I still don't know what's in them. I'm just like, oh my god, these are so good. Um, so Aptly her, named. Yeah, so her <laughs> oh my god bars are definitely on my list because they're really, really good. Okay. Um, banana pudding, for sure. Um, you know, chocolate chip cookies. Like I make, okay. I bake those from scratch. Nice. So those are those are always really good, and and. I love a good like crispy on the edge, chewy in the middle cookie. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and then dark chocolate brownies, specifically dark chocolate, um, with like any like a walnut or an almond or something. Like preferably walnuts. So, okay. Yeah. Nice. But those are those are also like I have an all edges pan um, for brownies, and so if you don't know what that is, it's a. <laughs> I'll visualize. <laughs> it's okay. So it's a it's a. It's a brownie pan, right? But mm-hmm. it's like every it's broken up into squares, okay. so that every brownie because has a, its four has an edge crust, piece. Crispy. Yeah, has four <laughs> edges. Because I don't like the middle. I want every brownie should have an edge. <laughs> so I, I I was like I'm I'm so tired of this. So I bought a, like a long long time ago. I bought an all edges pan, and now every brownie I make is a perfect square with edges and i make them like crispy on the outside so the trick is this i will share the wings please no this i will share with y'all people uh, had already forgotten about the wing please but we're i'm here to remind forget you again. i'm here to remind you that i'm still not sharing <laughs> um 
So the trick is like I bake them. They say you bake the brownies for like 20, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. No, bake the brownies for like 10 to 13. Okay. And then immediately, or let them cool off for like a minute or two and then immediately like stick them in the fridge. Okay. And then I cook them so that they're crispy and co- cooked on the on the edges and the bottom and this and that, but the center is kind of like still very like gooey and malleable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of like the formed. um. Somebody told me it was like, oh, it's like the lava crunch cakes. Got you. But I'm like, they're better because they're brownies. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, that's brownies. That's the so brownies. Brownies will round it out for me, unless I don't like anything else. I like a lot of things, but I probably just can't think of them right now. Yeah, yeah. It's different when you're behind the mic. It's like mm-hmm. ah. It happens all the time that people are like, I should have said this. And I was like, yeah, it's part of life. Yeah. <laughs> Cece, one last time where they could find you, uh, where they could keep up with you. Um, uh, I mean, I'm on Instagram. So, again, like poets from Delray, Pompano, Deerfield, um, Palm Beach, even Boca, whatever. Tap in with me at Cece Spills Inc. on Instagram. That's C-I-C-I-S-P-I-L-L-S-I-N-K. Um, or at cc'spillsthe-ink at gmail.com. And that's the same as my handle. Just add the word the before um, ink. And there it is. Bruise Beats and Easter Podcast. As always, I'd like to thank my guest, Cece, for taking the time, sitting down, and talking it up with me. Mm-hmm. I'd like to thank you, the listener, for tuning in yet another week. If you enjoyed what you heard, tell a friend. If you didn't enjoy it, tell an enemy. Tell somebody. Let them know. All digital streaming platforms, um, once they get there, you get, you know, you, you like to tell people you don't like what to do. So I'm telling you what to tell them. It's like, get on that platform, subscribe, rate, comment, do that type mm-hmm. of stuff. Support. Do it all. Definitely. Um like I said, 786-294-6263. If you, agree, if you agreed or you didn't agree with me or the guest, if mushrooms is your thing. Please don't fry me for that, man. Like, I just, I have I have a really, my palate is exquisite. Hey, listen. I'll, and I'll try, like, if you, okay, so here's the thing, right? Like, if you present mushrooms to me in a way that I can eat them, like, I'll try it. Like, I'm, I'm open to trying stuff, but it's like, I'm not going to choose them. You're not going to get chosen, Mushrooms. You ain't getting, you ain't getting chose. Baby. You ain't getting chose. That's the way it is. But still, regardless, I'd like to hear from all of you guys. Uh, please hit up the hotline. I, I want you guys to hear your voices on here. I want to <laughs> have fun with it. Let's do this. Um, as always, uh, Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Peace.